What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Final Checkpoint Podcast. This is episode number 85. You've made it. Your favorite podcast is back for its weekly visit to check on you to see how you're doing. My name is Joel. And I'm Ben. Ben, we've made it. We're checking on our wonderful listeners. We're here to show them our face. If you're watching the video version, of course, we're here. If they're watching us live on twitch.tv slash load last checkpoint is as I drop things because I'm doing the Ben version of this show. That's what I do. Yeah. Uh, We're also, of course, available on Stitcher, on Google Podcasts, on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify. On Dasher, on Dancer, on Prancer and Vixen. (laughs) You know, I bet bet if those uh, reindeer did have... uh, the ability to have podcasts, they'd each have their own, and they'd talk nothing but shit on Santa. Not nothing but reindeer games. That's what it is. That too. That too. Mm. Be a bunch of gamers. We're also available uh, all over the GameFanatics.com. So head over there. You can catch all of our social links and uh, episodes there. You can listen right from the page. Interesting. <laughs> Wacky. It's embedded. It's embedded. Wow. <laughs> Episode 85, we're creeping ever closer to episode 100. Right. Very interesting, solid, uh, even number we've landed on. We're not, well, yeah, even number, but like good number, right? There's a five. Sure, sure. You know? I follow. Um, yeah. Know what I'm following? Know what I'm trying to hit there? I don't know. Uh-huh. Anyways. I feel like we just did episode 50. It really does. Yeah. It really does. Yeah. Um, Big uh, big milestone we're trying to hit, guys, over on twitch.tv slash checkpoint. We're trying to hit 130 followers. By the end of April, we're at 125. Five new followers. New followers. Five followers away from hitting the goal where we're going to do a little bit of a drunk Dark Souls stream. Yeah. So if you have not already, head over to twitch.tv slash checkpoint. You know, if you need to, make a new account. Mm-hmm. Sign into your grandma's account, whatever. Hit the follow button. Get us to that goal so we can have some fun. Play some Dark Souls, a little tipsy. It's just for yep. fun. We're just trying to, you know, spread uh, spread the word of this fine little podcast as we look to also expand more of our content out there. So please do. We appreciate everyone that's followed. Uh, big shout out to Gaming Morning Show and all the wonderful people out there. Um, Yay. I Mo- clap, but I'm too relaxed. Yeah. Also, I don't know if it plays well on uh, audio. That's true. I kind of hate clapping. I think it's kind of obnoxious as an activity. You think about yeah. it? Yeah. It's yeah. a little silly. It, it's interesting that that's like that became like a form of like appreciation for an app. Right. You know, let's just clap. Mm-hmm. It's kind of weird. It makes more sense for like the like cheering. Cheering makes sense. Yeah, that's true. Because sometimes you can't help but cheer, like do right. a woohoo, you know, or like yeah. a, wow, big old, kind of oh my jeez, oh my jeez, oh my lanta, hold kind of hold my newspaper, boy, I gotta uh, clap now. I don't like yeah, it. <laughs> or they put it in their armpit and then clap, you know, that's weird. That seems distinguished though. Yeah, I, guess. I still am not a big fan, but yeah, yeah, clapping's weird. I'm not a fan that they're reading in the first place, but you know, teach their own. Maybe it's the comics. They're, they're actually opening little funny, funny pic- pictures. True, true. Yeah. Uh, ben, I spent a lot of time watching uh, Twitch this okay. weekend. Um, two two main kind of like tournament things going on. Uh, the first one was uh, the Kiki Cup, which uh, is 
mainly part of the gaming morning show community. Um, one of the streamers are Kiki Lo. Um, she, uh, well, she's not part of gaming morning show, but she's from the community. That's kind mm-hmm. of how I know mm-hmm. her. Um, she put on this huge apex legends tournament. So you could sign up on, um, it's over now, but essentially you had like a month and a half to sign up for the tournament. It's a, a squad of three. And basically they, you would gain points by getting kills and trying to win throughout your matches. And then you would post your points like on the website. And there was up to $700 in prizes, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, that was fun to watch. They were, uh, it was Kiki Lowe and Hefty Goof, who we've had on the show, Ryan, right. uh, from Gaming Morning Show, and Chris M. Yee, uh, from also from the community, and uh, one of our followers. Um, they were casting and kind of checking in on streams from people that were in the in the tournament, which was interesting to watch, and mm. it was just cool. It was uh, really cool to see kind of like, uh, like up-and-coming streamers casting and also hosting this like tournament thing, which... You know, when you see other tournaments, like one I watched um, the last couple of days as well, which was hosted by Offline Offline TV, which is like uh, Pokimane and like Disguise Toast and all those people, which was more of like a higher production. It, it's close to kind of like a, it, like very close in production value because they're checking streams, they're they're doing the casting and switching in and out to different views. Right, and it was just really cool to watch, um, and it made me just want to play. So I did, and I played last night with with <laughs> so Logan. I did play Apex. So I did. So I did play Apex. Um, but I I believe uh they're having another Kiki Cup in June. Um, I believe that's Kiki what they're doing. I'll have to confirm that, and I'll probably update you guys next week. But um, I I definitely want to get in on that next time, and hopefully I can convince Logan to drag me along and and mm. carry me in that. Um, I know Mike from uh Gaming Morning Show was in there. Um. And he was, that's why I played with him the other night because they were getting practice in and uh, not sure how he did. I haven't talked to him since then, but um, a lot of fun, a lot of fun. So I watched that. I watched the offline TV Valorant tournament that they had and theirs was kind of crazy production. They were doing it for charity. They raised over, I think, $50,000 for charity and it was sponsored by uh, Riot Games. So they had like artwork from the Valorant team. Oh, that's cool. Of like Pokimane, Disguise Toast, um, and like the other members from from that group. And they each had a team of other like very popular streamers, including like Myth and Valkyrie and, and all those people. And those matches were so close and intense. And it was like the latest one just ended maybe like 45 minutes ago. And uh, it was insane. Just like it was so fun to watch. And um, I think some some games do work really well as esports, kind of like League of Legends. I think Overwatch has moments where it works, but sometimes it's also just kind of like, what the fuck is happening? Like it's just such a crazy mess all the time I, with like yeah, all the abilities and stuff. Works um, good. I think games like uh, Valorant and CS:GO kind of work because they're a little more like intense, and you're just kind of like, you know, it's not too many crazy things on screen. Um. Mm. So uh, it was just fun to watch. I was very entertained, very entertained. I should have been playing games, but that's fine. I, you know, I didn't watch any of that shit. That's fine. You you did many better things, I'm sure, than I did. I doubt it, but <laughs> I, I did do a lot of yard work as well today. So that was oh my god, you're that just was another thing. That was another it. thing I, I did. Yeah, killed it. I killed it. Killed it. Oh boy. Killed it. 
Yeah. Um, how was uh, how was your weekend? My weekend. Doing anything fun? Uh, nope. <laughs> My weekend's half over. Also, yeah, that, that's the weird thing about this show. So if we record on Saturday, it'll be the first thing I do on my weekend. If we do on right. Sunday, it's halfway through my weekend. So it's different uh, since I'm a vampire. Yeah, yeah. That is really right. weird. Because for me, like, yeah. when we record on Sunday nights, my weekend's over. It's, right, like, right. done. I'm, like, hanging on for dear life over here for the weekend. Yeah, please don't let it end. Yeah, no I'm, like, I'm, like, please don't let this podcast end because then that means that's desperate my sunday's over yeah sure and for me i'm like please let it end because i got my whole sunday to play games <laughs> <laughs> that's true. get this over with it's so true um, it's sad. and i don't do shit i'm still busy at work and tired and yeah mainly just the only thing i did this week was play 13 sentinels pretty much um the, which we'll get into later yes much cool. later I did go to um, a Mexican food restaurant um, yesterday. Okay. And uh, I had some really good tacos. I had a blueberry mule. So it's kind of like a Moscow mule, but it's with, made with blueberries. Sure. I'll, I'll nod and pretend I know what that means. Um, if you, so you like, you like to drink here and there, right? No, like I don't think I've alcohol. had any alcohol this year. Wow. Well, if you ever get a chance to go to somewhere where they make you a drink, you need Never. to get a Moscow Mule because I think you'll like yeah. it. It doesn't taste a whole ton like alcohol, but it's like got like a like a, a oh, whole ton you, like alcohol. Do you remember? Do you remember that episode of Kind of Funny uh, of the Kind of Funny podcast where they made the paint can? Right. So the way they described that, and they even said it on that show, it tastes like a Mos- Moscow Mule. That's uh-huh. what that's what you need to try because I think you'll like it because it's probably one of my favorite drinks. And this is kind of like a spin on that because it's a blueberry mule. They, I they do make like it blueberry. in a they make it in so. a copper cup, um, and it's just really good. You you drinkies are all fucked up, you know. I, I don't oh, understand. I, I think once I think once you have one, you'll be like, all right, I kind of dig this. And then eventually, you'll buy a copper cup. You'll buy the whole shit to no, make it. I don't even like. You'll become one like of these people. Drunk. I don't really you like don't drinking. To, you don't have to get drunk. You don't have to get drunk. <sighs> Maybe get a little buzz. No, no, they made weed legal, and I'm sticking to one drug, okay? Well, see, so I had one of those, and then I also had a pina colada. My fun drink, my go-to drink. Did it rain, or did it not rain? um, It didn't rain. What's funny, though, is they brought it, and they put it in front of my wife instead of me, assuming that the fun drink with the the whipped cream. Yeah, well, they assumed it was for her, and I was like, well, you know, he's going to be embarrassed when he realizes that he made a mistake. (laughs) And then I moved it over to my side. <laughs> like, I'm taking this. And then I was like, you know what? I don't want to embarrass him. So then I just put it at the center of the table. <laughs> this guy doesn't give a shit. But I do like the fruit. The fruity drinks are fun. They just taste like candy. I appreciate that. I, you know, to me, there's, I just, I want to enjoy my alcohol. I don't want it to taste like I'm drinking out of a boot. Okay. Right. I'm not. I agree with that. I don't want it to taste like grit or It doesn't whatever, need to be you know? a punishment. Yeah, like what? To have it. Like, right. and, and I don't think there's any pride, you know, like it doesn't make me cooler to drink it, you know, and just like unleaded, right? I don't want to drink it yeah. and be like, yeah, this tastes good. But knowing I'm lying to myself and to everybody in the room, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like this thing looks like a party and I'm going to drink it and I'm going to enjoy it. I, I can get down with that. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. Yeah. Sure. 
And what, what's funny is we have like all the things to make all these drinks, but we never do it. Exactly. And you're it's over here trying to sell me on a fucking copper cup. We have them. I don't want it. <laughs> Someday I'll make one, I swear. But you got to buy ginger beer. And I'm like, where the fuck do you buy that at? The store. Ugh. I'm sure it's over. There's like a big old wine section in, in like the grocery store I go to. So I'm sure it's over there with all the other drinks. But then you got to buy it. And then you got to like look up. You don't up. have to convince me not to buy it. Then you got to look up how to make it. And it's just the whole thing. And then it's, where's my life? Going? I told you, just go get weed. <laughs> It's I so can in Idaho. Simple. It can over you here. You know what? Wee. The minute they do, I will. They're not going to. Idaho doesn't. That's the problem. the The funny thing about alcohol and and pot is that as soon as you mention you do, you've done, you've done the pot. That's a totally different reaction than if you're like, oh, I want, I drink every day, because no one gives a shit if you drink. Yeah. But there's like all these issues with it and alcoholism and drunk driving and then pots over here like. Yeah, I just relax, and everyone's so so judgy about it. It's weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, it, it really is. It's a shame. Way to, way to go, Joel. You ruined it. Ruined the drugs. I ruined it for everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Yeah. Anyways, um, I'm excited. We finished uh, Dark Souls. We finished our playthrough. Um. Right. So, I haven't posted the last couple sessions where i like essentially finished the last couple bosses and then i finished the final boss i think what i'm gonna do i'm just gonna edit those down into one video and then just post it and then um because i want to get the first session of resident evil 7 up because right okay that was pretty good man fuck that game how long did you play it because it felt like you played it for maybe 45 minutes and then i looked at the Thing, it was like two hours or something um so we streamed for a little under two hours but i okay. think maybe we played a good like maybe like hour 20 uh, hour okay. 10 because we kind of at first we weren't really playing it right away right so. right okay because i looked yeah. at that like that, we were doing that for that long holy shit yeah uh that game so <laughs> it, it reminded me why i hate horror games but yeah. i'm excited to get through it more um i want to talk about at a certain point when maybe once we get through the news maybe the capcom event portion of this um i want to talk about the re8 demo because i didn't play it but i did watch someone play it um so i do want to get to that so why don't we roll right into the news speaking of that we can't both do it uh it's time for some news why don't we just do that just steal it just steal everything all great artists steal it's it's time for the news it's time to react to some news that's what you should do because you're twitch.tv yeah but i don't like that and i also haven't streamed in like five years it's time to react to ben's news ben's news yeah big old dump uh there are four four stories this week on the news dump all right four that's a also even number Nice even number. Uh, most of these are quick little things, too. Uh, yeah. I want to get this out there. We got from NPD and kind of other information that the PS5 is the fastest-selling console in U.S. history, now in both units and revenue. I think before it was just revenue, maybe? But now wow. it's units. So it's fastest-selling console. They can't even make enough. Still fastest-selling in history. 
They still it's won't crazy. take my money. Yeah. That beats out Sons the Wii, which no one no one could find for 17 years, and the Switch, which also was, I think, hard to find at launch. Everything's hard to find at launch. True. But this is nice. Uh, I mean, it's good news for Sony, since everything else that Sony does is bad news <laughs> or negative connotation. Yeah. 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 They probably have better sales if they could. They could let me buy one. I, I really want to buy one. Like, we've been trying to search for one and buy one for yeah. a while now. I, at this point, I, I'll take a digital one. I was initially looking no. for the, the one with the disc. No. I look at my, what I have on disc, and I'm like, ah, at this point, I'll take a digital one. I don't give a shit about these discs. Nah, I'm, I'm using Gamefly, man. It's got to have a disc drive. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not buying Returnal. Are you fucking crazy? I would buy or, it. Or Ratchet and Clank for $70? $70 for Ratchet and Clank. 70 That's, yeah, I mean, that's kind of crazy. Even Demon's Souls is a lot. <laughs> and I love that game. Are you, you going to buy Demon's Souls, though? You'll probably buy it. I'll buy it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll buy it. But... 70 is just a lot. It's a lot of money, yeah. <laughs> Even, like, I'm a big Resident Evil fan, obviously, as we'll get into in the next That's story. like a pair of shoes. But... I fucking have bought like one pair of shoes in the last two years. Uh, but it was about that much, <laughs> to be fair. True. Even like Resident Evil 8, which I don't know if it is $70, but even if, regardless, $70, that's a lot. And I bought Resident Evil 2 Remake twice, and I probably spent about 80 bucks between the two. Yeah. And even, even that, like, that's a lot. That's my favorite, one of my favorite franchises and series and all that, so... It's a tough it's a tough thing and that actually plays into a little bit to the final story of the news so maybe we'll table that discussion and go right into the Capcom Resident Evil showcase this is their second showcase for really Resident Evil Village um but also Resident Evil in general there was a little bit on the Netflix movie coming out in I think June I think yeah I don't remember exactly um I don't I don't know if I care about that yet and but the rest of the the rest of the news was a trailer. There was an announcement for another demo, which we knew was happening. But the demo is this wildly convoluted schedule where it's available for eight hours. And there's so there's there's two demos. It's really weird, right? So the last demo already happened this Saturday, and it was like Saturday more. Wait, was it Saturday night to like Sunday morning? You could play it for that eight hour pan, span for half an hour. And then the next demo is next week, same time frame, only available for eight hours. And those are both only on PlayStation. Then the next demo, which is the same demo, or both of them combined, both of those two separate demos combined into one demo, now available on all platforms, but only for eight hours. Also, the following week. What is this? Are you following this? Because <laughs> it's a little uh, silly. I, it's very I, it's silly. cute. It's cute and fun. It's dramatic. Yeah, and and yeah, it's a lot. I mean, it's fine. It's fine. It's who it's, cares? It is what it is, right? <laughs> it's, it's, I, just, I, it's a little like it's it's like they're trying to just be like theatrical with this shit. You know, mm-hmm. they're trying to put on a show. It's very Japanese. It's just so weird. Yeah, like. You know, yeah, because I feel like 
there's some Japanese games. Maybe I'm trying to think of what it was, but it, it seems like an MMO. Like they're trying yeah. to put out weird like stress tests on their servers for this. Exactly. Shit. <laughs> Just really I, the, weird. The eight hour thing is fun because I understand why. Obviously, it's Resident Evil Eight. Eight hours, sure. Why not just put it out for eight days? <laughs> like, just put it out for eight days. How about just right. leave the demo up forever? I'm sure they will <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, this, it's, this, it's crazy. Um, they also showed off the mercenaries mode in Resident Evil 8, which is nice to see because the, the mercenaries mode in 7, it doesn't exist by that name, but there is a mode kind of similar, and it's not very good. Um, mm. So I'm, I'm hopeful... But also, it's never been as good as it was in 4, to me. Um, although 5 and 6 do have good mercenaries modes. We'll see. I feel like those controls and the layout for those games is better suited. That, that third person behind the shoulder, how those all work, is more suited for mercenaries. Once you put it into first person and it's more of a shooter, yeah. then it starts to betray kind of, oh, this shooting's not good. So why am I doing it in this as opposed to the other way, which was kind of the fun. It was janky because it's, it's janky and weird. It doesn't have any uh, comparisons to COD you could easily make that feels better yeah. or any, you know, any actual first person shooter. We'll see. Um, it does sound very comprehensive, I guess. So that's, that's neat. The, the trailer didn't really talk about the trailer. The trailer shows a lot of stuff from the demo. Actually, I didn't watch the trailer initially and then the demo ended with the trailer so i kind of watched it half of that shit's in the demo so that's nice so it's not really spoiling too much yeah uh what else was in it i think that oh before we go back to resident evil 8 there was the big news of re4 vr which we knew was happening this is i think an oculus uh quest 2 exclusive maybe maybe don't call me on that there's a oculus event this coming week i think on wednesday Maybe Thursday. I don't. I, mean, again, I think it's Thursday. I'm a vampire, so I don't know what days are. Uh, Thursday, fine. But it's Resident Evil 4 in VR. I think that little 30 seconds of gameplay they showed looked amazing. As long as this has teleport movement, I'm all in. That's all I need is teleport. Otherwise, I throw up everywhere. So, <laughs> teleport, please. It looks awesome. There's a one yeah. part in the trailer where he like has a gun and a knife and throws them in the air and then catches them with the other hands. I'm like this is cool. I'm into this shit. Uh, give me Half Life Alex, but it's fucking Resident Evil Four, and you yeah. have to like reload the weapons for like your the rifle, and you have to hold up the rifle to actually look through it. This could be really fucking cool. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm very hopeful. I'm hopeful it's not. Uh, it's not like here's the castle level, and then it's it's like a 20 minute section of VR. These are the the best moments from Resident Evil Four from the castle. It's just an on the rails shooter. (laughs) Not even on the rails, but just like they cut. What I'm worried about is them cutting a bunch of content. I want this to be the The full full Resident Evil Four. Yeah, it's just in VR now, like that. I want it to be that. I don't want it to be like this weird best of or we cut out this part because of just for time and who can. No, I want it to be the full game. Yeah, or at least like. The vast majority of the game. Because um, I'm fine if you cut out a few things. Maybe like the minecart level where you're on a mic or like speeding through the caves. That oh, might yeah. not be good in VR. Yeah, that's that, true. That might be really sicky. But besides that, maybe cut out like some QTE stuff. Besides that, I want this to be 
fully VR. I'm fine if it, the cutscenes are just I'm watching it. I don't need to be in the cutscenes. I don't really care. Yeah. Um, I'm super excited and super interested in hearing about it next week. Yay! Clapping. No, no, we cheer. Woo! 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 Cool. Um. Uh, yeah. So, did you get to play through the demo? I did. I played through the demo while uh, waiting for you to start your Resident Evil 7 stream, actually. Awesome. <laughs> this, is, this is a perfect time. And so I played it on, on PS4, since obviously I don't oh, have yeah. PS4. Oh, wait, yeah, we talked about this. Yeah, bit. we talked yeah. about this a little yeah. bit during the podcast. So, I, I should have probably played it. Uh, I did, like, the resolution mode instead oh, of yeah. the frame rate mode. And it felt sluggish. Okay. Um, and now I'm going from playing, like, Outriders on my PC, which is a pretty solid 60. Uh, yeah. And, like, just feels very smooth. You go to this, and it does not. Uh, not on that mode. I'm on a PS4 Pro. Yeah, uh, maybe I should have done the frame rate road, right? That was like 1080p 60. It probably would have been better. Game does not look very good last gen. Um, I think you can kind of tell this was a next gen game that they were like, well, we could probably get it to work, go backwards. Um, so pretty disappointed in that respect. Not surprised. Yeah. Um, since it is the last gen. And, and like I mentioned during the stream, I've never played or really watched Resident Evil 7 on console so to me even looking at 8 on PS4 like this is a dramatic downgrade from 7 since I have no frame of reference for what the console version looked like yeah yeah because it's a beautiful game that game looks great uh still holds up I think we'll see I'm gonna play it a little bit today we'll see if it holds up uh but what I got from that demo is a larger it felt like they are trying to make a larger game um, in a lot of ways where you're in an open environment, there's multiple paths to take. You can kind of do it maybe non-linearly, linearly, Lin-Manuel Miranularly. And I like that. I that's what I feel like was missing from Resident Evil 7. Uh, there's so much to love about it. But then when you go and look at how, especially in retrospect, like after you've played sections of 7, you go, well, that that level, the, the house is small. Like, Joel, you, you've done almost all the house. Oh, thank uh, God. You have maybe a third of it left. Maybe. Okay, cool. All right. Um, and that's what everyone thinks about. And then you go to this other place, and it's also not that big. So what I'm hoping is more stuff like the mansion in Resident Evil, any of the mansions, actually. Yeah. There's a lot of mansions, where it is a, a larger section with many hallways and many rooms for me to explore. And that's kind of what I got from this. So it's in this village section. There's plenty of locked doors that seems like, oh, I'm going to be coming back here with different items and exploring this kind of village. Shocking. Yeah. Um, huh. That's where that I wonder comes where from. They, they got the title. Very excited for that. Everything else about it was pretty much what I expected. I'm trying not to be super negative because I was so just let down by how it looked visually on the PS4 and how it ran. It was very not good. The shooting yeah. was bad. And that's about what I remembered. But it was really difficult to do. It just didn't feel good. Um, 
And there's this, you probably you watched the demo. There's a, like a fight in a cornfield or something, not, yeah. like a wheat field. Yeah. It looks like shit. It plays like shit. I can't see where anything is. It wasn't scary. It was just annoying. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And that's like the only combat in the demo that I got to. Um, I skipped a lot of the cutscenes to try and get further. And I like what it's going for. And I love Resident Evil. So it's not even like, I'm not going to play this anymore. Yeah. No. There's only just... like, uh, I think there's only one other small, not really combat, but one section where you shoot that I saw in the demo. Okay. Um, And it's, I don't know if you got to where you're in the mansion. No, I got to where you put the circles in the door and the door opens. That's where okay. the demo ended. Oh, okay, this was before though. With once you're in the mansion with the family and the dad starts freaking out all crazy. Oh, I just shot him like twice and the cutscene started. Okay, so. yeah, that's that's the only other part that I saw oh, okay. that had combat. Yeah, we'll see. I'm gonna do the next demo also on PS4, uh, where uh, it's the castle, and I'm gonna play that with performance mode. Yeah, and maybe that'll see, see if that'll help difference. me. Yeah. yeah, it's still gonna look like shit. Um, but okay. It'll maybe it'll feel better and I'll get a, a better. Yeah. How's it gonna feel at sixty? That's what I want. I want it at sixty. I want a DLSS. I want ray tracing. I was very excited to learn there's ray tracing in this game. Very excited. That's good. Yeah. Very I excited. watched the uh, I watched the gameplay demo on Gamespot and it looked really good. So I don't know. If, I mean, they must have been playing a different. Oh, they demo? had to be, dude. Yeah. No, it had to be the PS5 good. version of the demo because this yeah. this game. It said it was in 4K. Like, you looked it up, and it said 4K. Okay. All right. It's 4K low settings, because it did not look good. It did not look good. Yeah. Uh, I am excited. I, you know, as again, I don't want to be super negative on it, because it was was very much like, shit, this frame rate is bad. This is almost unplayable like this. It doesn't look good. It looked... And performed really bad. Um, but what's in it has me very hopeful for the game. And I'm thinking I should have just I should have just switched off to the, the 60 frames per second, but whatever. I'm not playing I'm playing it on PC for the most part, is my plan. Yeah. I don't shouldn't have to worry about that. Yeah. We'll see. I I, I think my only issue with like playing Resident Evil 7 so far is I hate games where you're you have like the option of run or I guess walk faster, but you don't feel yeah. it. And that's what I've always hated about first person's perspective. Okay. And that's been my only issue with the game. Where like that's why I like it makes the scary part of it or like the panic mode part of it where you're being chased that much more frustrating because I'm like, I'm trying to get around the couch, <laughs> I but can't I can't away. tell because yeah. I'm also looking out for the man with the shovel. Like that part I was right. just like, Oh god, I hate this. So I yeah I totally agree. It's hard to run away from something because you can't see it, and then you turn around to look at it, and he's punching you in the face. Like this doesn't yeah. work. Yeah, and then I'm also running through mud. It feels like so. But. Yeah, but uh, I'm excited be- because like of what I saw from Resident Evil Eight demo. I was just like, gosh, like this game looks so cool, and I want to get through this to experience more mm-hmm. of what Resident Evil Seven because mm-hmm. like the game's so cool, like. Everything from that first part of it where, like, uh, what's her name? Um, Mia. Mia is first becoming, like, whatever's possessed her. That part where she even, like, knocks herself out was fucking insane. It's like, that so whole part, I was just, like, sitting there like, what the fuck is happening? It's such a good opening, yeah. It's it, crazy. And and that's what does make me hopeful for 8 is all the characters they've showed so far. 
and how it was nuts. It just feels like Seven expanded in such an awesome way. And I, I see in the trailer, there's like Resident Evil 4 vibes from a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been trying to stay somewhat media blackout on this. Yeah. Um, so yeah. a lot of it might have been shown before. <laughs> there's a. There's apparently there's spoilers out there for the story, so I would definitely right. be very wary. So, yeah, I'm not werewolfy. Uh, Werewolf? There's werewolves in the game, from what I yeah. from what I've heard, and also from the cover that very clearly looks <laughs> like yeah. feral Chris. Yeah, that's uh, true. I, I'm not worried about spoilers personally, simply because I never get that shit. I don't go on Reddit. I mm. basically just scroll through Twitter, and most of it's just like Greg yelling about chicken wings. And oh, someone uh, like Paris yelling about chicken wings and cyberpunk at Khalif, like or cyberpunk. You know what I mean? Like it's just <laughs> yeah. th- my Twitter feed is nonsense, or it's like Cyber- Japanese learning cyberpunk alone. Twitter. It's it's yeah. not helpful for for this Resident Evil shit. So I'm not too worried about that. Yeah, um, everyone's fighting about chicken wings. So funny or ribs? No, they fight about ribs. Greg yells about chicken wings, and everyone's yeah. Like, Why are you yelling about chicken? It's wings? the ribs. It's the chicken wings. It's I made ribs. We made ribs today, which is funny. They were too tender. They were falling apart while we were moving them from the smoker to the grill. Oh, that's too bad. It was uh, all yeah. over the floor. Uh, almost, almost. Yeah, right. <laughs> almost. It was close. Cool. All right. Resident Evil li- lives on. Lives uh-huh. on in our hearts. Forever. It never dies. <laughs> <laughs> and there'll be more Resident Evil next week with RE4 VR. I'm really. Oh man, if they are surprise launching oh they wouldn't because it's too close to eight but man i that game i bet is coming out soon yeah this year for sure and i'm very excited game of the year uh little tiny bit of news there's a rumor going around that square enix might be up for sale um yeah they they did deny this they did come out and publicly say that that's not happening but that's kind of what they have to say yeah which i don't see a reason why they would want to sell do you I think I mean, things are going it's great. More of they're getting bought than they're selling, but that's kind of yeah. potato potato. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I I just don't see them selling. I think they're right. I mean, I think the rumor was that maybe like Microsoft was trying to buy them or something initially, mm-hmm. or like people wanted Sony to buy them because oh, we want Sony to buy them because they need more firepower against Microsoft and yeah, or something Sony like doesn't that. have a billion dollars to buy Square Enix lying around. Also, like, um, I think people were maybe thinking like, well, they've you know, Avengers is doing really bad, um, and the other reason why Out Outriders is successful because of Game Pass, so maybe they need to sell. You know, it's like no, yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't think they're in trouble. Uh, and Outriders did amazingly well on NPD. I don't. I didn't it have did. that pulled up, but it did. It did. It was. Well. It was what like uh, was it first or third or something like that? I think it was third. I know third or fourth. Maybe it was third on the. It was in the top ten on Xbox, and it was yeah. on Game Pass. So that just tells you how successful it's been. I'm happy for them. I, it's bummed out that they had such a bad like first four or five days. I know Jim Sterling. Still, oh, like, yeah. couldn't get into the game. Yeah, he uh, on PC, yeah. right? He was having issues with it. No, it was had... PS4. It was PS4. Oh, PS5. Or five. Okay. PS5. Sorry. And I know a lot of people had issues with the uh, crossplay functionality, right? And uh, their inventory, like being deleted. I I haven't played it since the first week it came out. Um, okay. 
I want to get back to it eventually, but I'm just like I have so many other games that I want to get to, and sure, it's not that like I didn't like it enough to want to stick with it. It's just like I I do like it. It's just there's so many other games that I'm more interested in that I want to play, and it's just yeah. not quite there for me. I get that, uh, and I don't get Square Enix being for sale. I I don't think this is gonna happen unless yeah. it's some crazy nonsense, and it certainly isn't going to be Sony. Yeah, Sony has enough on their Sony Sony needs to focus on selling me a PS5. Sony needs to focus on having one good PR beat this month. One. Exactly. Yeah. Besides the one that we started the news with. That doesn't count. Yeah. Uh so you put this on here and you have more information. I'll let you take this final story. Yeah, so Days Gone, obviously most recently was in the news because they're um pitch for days gone 2 was rejected by sony so now they're working like on a different ip i guess right right so john garvin the writer and director of or former well he was formerly with bend he's no longer there um he was recently on david jaffe's youtube show oh okay and he i guess had said um let me see if i can find the get the quote i will stall if you love a game buy it at full i guess at Full fucking price if and you want to see a sequel. Sure. Yeah. Um I I think the biggest thing is um like I think that's a stupid uh, that's a bad thing for him to say, right? Like, why would we buy it at full price? We don't know if we like it. Like, I think a lot sure. of people are, are fighting are like saying opposing to his statement because like like, well, if your game's bad and it comes out buggy and it comes out, you know... To mixed reviews. To mixed reviews, we're not going to buy it. Right. Um. So I think a lot of people are taking what he's, like, what he says and kind of uh, throwing it back in his face, which mm-hmm. I thought... I just thought it was funny. Like, he's on David Jaffe's show and he's saying, like, well, if you... If you want us to make a sequel to this game, why don't you guys just buy it instead of waiting for it to go on sale on PS Plus or whatever? Right. Yeah, That there's a lot with that. Um, and there's he, a lot with Days yeah. Gone specifically. He said it, something else, too. And here's a quote. Um, oh, okay. I'm just saying you don't. Um, oh, wait. Here. Let me see. Let me see what, what it continues from. Sorry. Okay. 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 So I do have an opinion on something that your audience may find of interest, and it might piss some of them off. If you love a game, but buy it at full fucking price. I can't tell you how many times I've seen gamers say, yeah, I got that on sale. I got it through PS Plus, whatever. I'm just saying you don't. don't, But don't complain if a game doesn't get a sequel if it wasn't supported at launch. It's like God of War got whatever number millions of sales at launch. And you know, Days Gone didn't. I'm just speaking for me personally as a developer. I won't. I don't work for Sony. I don't know what the numbers are. Hmm. So, yeah, well, this goes back to the thing I've always brought up of uh, maybe if you didn't put your shit on sale so quickly, uh, you would have better revenue. Devalue your product. I, it's like if I told you, oh, oh Joel, I, got, I found a PS5. It's $1,000. And then a week later I go, hey, Joel, it's $500. Are you ever going to trust my first price again from you? Nope, like, no. Oh. <laughs> like, it doesn't make any fucking sense to do that. You know what I mean? Like if, if Disney was like, okay, we're going to reopen after the pandemic, it's going to be $500 a day. And then, and then 
oh, but if you want to go the next month, it's going to be $100. <laughs> like, well, then I'm just going to wait. <laughs> like, so that's the problem with this model. It's not the problem that no one bought it. It's the problem that you devalued your own fucking product. Yeah. That, that's not my fault. It's not my fault that I'm a savvy consumer. Oh, oh, sorry. Sorry that your game is half price two months after it came out. Sorry. And, and even then, I, I think if a game comes out with, like, really great critical reviews and yeah. sells decently, I think that, like, we'll get it, you know, a better... That'll give it a better chance to get a sequel than a game that comes out to, you know whatever mixed reviews or low review scores and sells decently or doesn't sell really that well and days gone was more like mixed reviews low low reviews and didn't sell really well so that's kind of their own fault it is and that's kind of sony's fault it's not even bend uh it's not their fault because that 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 game is such the poster child of the review process hurting the game and the game's reception where it was buggy and within a week of launch those bugs were gone like i yeah. played it at launch uh half of it <laughs> it's a long it was game. also in development for like ever yeah it was in development forever the game was so long i've heard so many reviewers talk about how they just wanted it to end which <laughs> is really only a problem when you're reviewing it and need to beat the game in 40 hours yeah uh, if you're just like joe consumer this is awesome. Like, yeah, I get a ride with, with Boozer or whatever the fuck his name Don't was. ride, baby. And, and there's more to this game. Like, I, as, a, as a player who beat that, it got the platinum, right? I enjoyed how it just, oh, there's more. All right. Like, okay, yeah. cool. It was nice. Uh, that game got hurt by so many different things. And it all kind of coalesced <laughs> into yeah. one giant mess. But it does, it, it is not, it is not my prerogative to fund your game if i know i'm I'm not or if i'm not sure i'm gonna like it or it's get mixed reviews or ubisoft if i know it's gonna be half price unless i really need that game i'm I'm a big fan like me with resident evil i love resident evil there is no universe in which i'm not buying resident evil 8 at launch there it's not happening i'm buying that day one uh and i might buy a special edition like you know what i mean It, it that i love that game I know I could wait until September and get it for 30 bucks. I know yeah. for a fact I could do that. And also, how much do I talk about Gamefly on here? I could get it from Gamefly yeah. and not give them any money. Like, they need to, this is the power. I think Paris had a good tweet about this also. But like, this is the power of Game Pass, where if we can fund games in a different way that isn't hinged on this old model as they become more and more expensive, it, it's going to be better for the industry as a whole. I potentially going forward since no one like only Nintendo games stay at their price and Nintendo games sell like crazy. Mm-hmm. So what, why, why am I able to buy bloodborne for $5? Why? There's it's no, true. there's no logical reason as to why you should even let me buy that on your store. I understand GameStop. It's a used product, whatever, but from your PlayStation network, I should not be able to buy uncharted four for $10. If you truly value your product, like well, yeah. it doesn't even make any sense. Yeah, and it's just like to complain about it now when the game industry has been like this for right over twenty years. Like this is not new. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he might just be bitter from like the era of making PSP games and having those be pirated a long time. 
Oh, sure. He did make a comment on here about develop like um, when they were making Siphon Filter, Dark Mirror on PSP, and how they got like fucked over from all the piracy on that, and how he like that was money out of my pocket, and how he said like the uptick in engagement with the game is not as important to us. Did you buy the game at full price? Because if you did, then that's supporting the developers directly. And that's definitely. And I agree. Yeah, it, it it is. That's but true. But at the same that's... time, like you said, this is not new. So yeah. if you're budgeting out a game, and your budget is we need to sell five million at launch, or we don't make money, maybe you have that budget too inflated. Like yeah. maybe that's the problem. I don't know why it's my responsibility to make sure you're making money. It's your product. It's your budget. Exactly. That's not on me. Like like a a movie that doesn't perform well, like Blade Runner twenty forty nine. I love that movie. I think it's one of the best, it's one of my favorite movies ever made. It didn't make any money. And that's not my fault. Like, that's not the consumer's fault necessarily. That's yeah. your fault for giving it too much money. And thank you, because it's awesome. But that's that's on, like, the producers and people who funded it. That's not yeah. on me. Exactly. Maybe that's on marketing for not marketing it correctly. Like, that's on all these other people. Don't blame the consumer who didn't want to buy it. Like, they didn't <laughs> have a product I wanted then. Right? Like, if I'm yeah. not buying your product at launch, I didn't want it. Yeah. Sorry, Days Gone. And I love Days Gone. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm kind of interested in David Jaffe's show now because uh, yeah, I want to co- sure. kind of go listen to that interview. And then he had uh, Jeff Ross on there from Days, the Days Gone director as well, the game director. Days. Who talked about the original Gun. pitch for Days Gone 2. Oh, where cool. Where apparently there was a co-op mode and a shared universe. Interesting. What, what do you mean a shared universe? I don't know. That's what it says. That's all it says. Like another IP is coming in here? Or or like multiplayer and you're both in the world at the same time? I think I think maybe that. Okay. Seems more. But and Jack and Daxter show up. I want to play, uh, play it on PC now that it's going to be coming to PC because I have the PS4 version and I don't want to play it on that shit. I don't blame you because you're not going to be able to hear the game. Exactly. It'll be like I'm trying to play it on a play it on a plane or some shit. Play it, play it. Trying to play it on a trying to plane play it on a plane. Try to play it on a plane. Gonna play it on a Anyways, plane. That was our last news item. Indeed, it was. Good riddance. Good riddance news. Mr. Garvin. <laughs> Take your complaining to a different industry because everyone tries to blame the consumer. I mean, I appreciate where he's coming from. I but get the customer it. is always right. <laughs> he, he's right, but he's also wrong. <laughs> true. True. I mean, yeah, it's true that when you buy a game brand new, it supports yeah, the development studio. But you also got to imagine that a lot of people out there aren't financially sound enough to spend $60 on all the games they want. So, yes, they're going to go buy their games. Or they're going to wait, like... Or they're going to wait, yeah. or they're going to use Gamefly, or they're going to, you know, wait for PS Plus, like, because they're smart. Yeah, gaming is expensive. And and if, you're, if, if your game isn't at, you know, at the rating that levels. We, yeah, and it's, <laughs> it's not, you know, because it's, there's a lot of good games out there. And if it's just mm-hmm. not at that level, mm-hmm. then we wait for it to be on sale. And there's a lot of good games that are $20. Exactly. That I could just yeah. pay $20 for or $15 or or this. I mean, I played all the Donkey Kong Country games. I would have paid like five bucks each for them. Those are 30-year-old games. 
Like you're competing with everything. So true. It, it's it's not your fault, John Garvin or whatever. It's not. It's Sony's. Just kidding. <laughs> it is Sony's fault. They they won't sell me a PS5. They fucked that Just game saying. royally. Yeah, I'm gonna blame Sony for everything until I get a PS5. I'm uh there with you. And then I'm back on the wagon. Yep. Anyways, that does it for the news, Ben. Let's move on to games we played. I'm going to start really quick with Ducky. Pac-Man 99. Ooh, I was going to try and play it last night. And I thought, eh. You know, I wasn't going to do it. And then I was just like, eh, let's just give it a shot. And it's kind of fun. Okay. It's kind of fun. I've never been a huge Pac-Man fan just because it's kind right. of like, you know, seems kind of lame. And I've never really <laughs> been good at it. You know, I've always tried playing it with the stupid stick and... That, I always hated that because what? it's like the stick's great. Well, I'm like, go up, go up, and it doesn't go up, and it's just, you know, I'm just never right. been good with those sticks. Okay. And uh, but, uh, it's it's cool. I like the uh, the spin on it, on spin on the classic. You know, it's uh, it's interesting. I think the highest rank I've gotten so far is 17th, so pretty. Probably pretty better than I've ever done in Tetris 99, which I ended up downloading that again. Um, cause I'm does like, that still oh, work? Yeah, for Tetris. it does. Oh, Mario 35 is the only one that's not on there anymore. Oh, it's just Mario. They killed it. Died. <laughs> they let Tetris live. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when you, when you kill the, the beast, the rest of its, uh, <laughs> the rest of its soul goes with it. So, okay. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, Pac-Man 99 is pretty cool. I'd say give it a shot. You might enjoy right. it. Um, it's just fun. It's just a cool little spin. I think there's too much going on to really you know, in Tetris 99, you can kind of use the sticks to, like, aim and do stuff like that. Pac-Man, at a certain point, is too hard. Like, there's too much going on to manage okay. even looking elsewhere. Hmm. But uh, that was that was pretty cool. Uh, I'll probably play that here and there just because it's fun. Um, and then I got back to Grindstone, which was uh, a game. Previously, I did receive a code for from Pop Agenda. It's a game that was um, at first on Apple Arcade, right? And it's uh, it's kind of like a puzzler game where you just kind of uh, you run through the I don't know. It's you're this guy with a sword, and you've got a game board, and you just kind of try to run through like a link of the same type of enemies. And if you chain them together enough, um, you drop like a jewel in the middle of the map, and then you can chain, hit the jewel, and then chain a different type of enemy altogether okay whole point is to hit a certain number it unlocks the door so you can escape the map and move on to the next level um there's other challenges kind of like three starring you know a candy crush level right yeah you do that in this by hitting these amount of enemies getting a chest open and killing one of the bosses so i'm on like the fourth world now i there's like daily challenges that you can do um Really good game. Uh, I really love Grindstone. I think it's just fun to play and hop back into. And they've added some updates to it. They've added more levels. So still a game I highly recommend on the Switch. Um, you can play it without a controller. So you can just use a touchscreen. So really cool. Um, and then I'll finish off with uh, Dark Souls. I beat Dark Souls. I love it. Yay. It's still by far um, one of my favorite games probably of all time. 
I gotta say. Did you? So wow, Did, better than Bloodborne? No. Ah, I don't know. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. It's e- it's definitely easier than Bloodborne. Really? Yeah, I found it way easier than Bloodborne, and that could be just hmm. because by the time I finished Bloodborne, I feel like I learned a lot of like how oh, these games work, you know? Because sure. I struggle with Bloodborne a lot. Um, okay, but once sense. I got through it, I was just like, I'm done with this. Never touch it again. Never again. You know? Um, and then going into Dark Souls, I just felt like I had a better handle on the type of game. And then you hit that point where you fight the bosses at Arno Lando, Arno Lando, at uh, Lando yeah. Calrissian. Uh-huh, and and Orlando uh, and Messian. Yeah. yeah, those two assholes, <laughs> Biggie Smalls. Um, Biggie and Smalls. <laughs> Biggie and Smalls. And uh, that, mm-hmm. that's the real test right there of like, can I get good at this game? And then I feel like once I beat those guys, it was just like smooth sailing. Oh, yeah. Until yeah. I hit that final boss and I'm like, this guy's so mean. And then I just parried him to death. <laughs> I was crazy. I saw that. I was very impressed. Was like, yeah, Damn. it was... I didn't know any other way to beat him. It's not fun the other way. <laughs> I, I I couldn't think of any other way to beat him until I just parried him and parried him. Until the, okay, he the other way you can do it is by dodge rolling. So you like dodge his attacks and then hit him once, and then like back up to get your oh. stamina gaga gaga, and then dodge, 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 attack. I I maybe was able to do that in one attempt where I was like able to dodge, like because you have to be far enough away to dodge to where you don't get hit enough. Um, but then it's like, awful. if you mess up once, he's just so quick to hit you and, oh gosh. And then you try to like get away enough to heal. And it's just like, it, once he gets you, you're dead. And at a certain point I was just like, I'll, I'm, I'm going to try parry him. And then I parried him on accident twice. The oh. first time I ever parried him. Cause one time was when he does that initial jump in the air and I parried him somehow. And I even like screamed. I was like, I parried him. <laughs> and, <laughs> like, then, <"What?" laughs> and then and dr- then right after that first parry i parried him again and i was like how am i doing it <laughs> and then uh the next i think few attempts i was like i gotta parry him and then i eventually was able to parry him to death after that yeah and... you pretty much parried him like three or four times in a row yeah yeah um pretty good i i could definitely see myself replaying this game all right. And I I love it. it. It's now that I know like how to beat that boss at the end. I want to replay the game like you know once I get through some other games. Sure. I love it. It's a great game. I want to get it on PC when I do it though. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you should yeah. probably do that. Yeah. Yeah, but great game, Dark Souls. It's up. Th- it's up there. It's I really enjoyed that game. Good. Yeah. Even yeah. Blight Town. I love it. Well, it it ran better than it used to. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was, uh, who was I watching? Um, John Smith from Funhouse. Okay. Um, he was playing, was he, was it him? Oh no, it was a different guy. Uh, this guy named, uh, Jesus, here's toast who does bloodborne speed runs. Usually he was speed running Sekiro, but with a gecko skin. So oh. that was that was pretty interesting to watch, but um, it reminded me that I will eventually need to revisit Sekiro. Yeah, yeah, do that after Dark Souls three. Yeah, yeah, we could do that. Anyways, that's it for me. I'm playing other games, but they're my usual shitstorm games. Yeah. Anyways, what about you? 
there's something making noise. I have no idea what it is. It's and uh, <laughs> drive me crazy. Uh, so I finished Donkey Kong Country 3. I did the secret world. There's like, turns out there's a, a cheat code you can do in Donkey Kong Country 3 to like get all the collectibles so I don't have to do them and then I could do the secret world. Oh. Uh, the first two games didn't have that, so I did not do the secret world. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, but those those games are really good, and I think three is probably the best one. Uh, maybe two. I could hear arguments for two. Definitely not one. Definitely not one. Um, but it was nice to go through and play them. I never played them before, so that was really fun, really cool. It's funny, though. There's like I remember I have a phasey, phasey? hazy memory of being at someone's house and they were playing a Donkey Kong Country. I don't know what it would have been. And I played through all three of these games and none of what I saw there was in these three games. So like, do I just not remember this or oh. I've no, I've no idea. Uh, but I really liked it. Those games are good. Um, I, but they're only really playable because I had the rewind mechanic. If I had to play them like you would have on the Super Nintendo, they would not have been fun. I do not appreciate this. Um, but three is the least egregious. That's why I like three the most just cause it was more normal and it wasn't just shit flying at you and you not knowing like, Oh, a, a fish is going to fly out at me over here. How was I supposed to know that? Um, you can kind of counteract the game's bullshit with the rewind. Yeah. So thanks. Uh, quick update on cozy Grove. And we'll get into why I didn't play a lot of cozy Grove in a minute. But this is also a uh, pop agenda provided code. And I want to play a lot more of this, but, I'm playing 13 Sentinels, so did not did not happen. But I played more, and I do like it's kind of just chill vibe, sitting around, and and it's one of those things like I'm gonna turn this on and play for five minutes, and you end up playing for like an hour. Yeah. So it, it does have a little appeal with that. Um, and I'm learning more and more about what I'm supposed to do with items. Like this one guy started to be like, hey, uh, make the encyclopedia or whatever. Like give me items. Well, okay, perfect. I love this. Let me give you all the new items and get money for it. And Things like that. Um, the pacing is still very slow, I feel like. But it's... I enjoy it a lot. And I understand now, like, there's an element of building your campfire and making the light spread out throughout the island so you can see shit and interact with it. Oh, um, I, okay. I do wish there was more... Like, I could chop down this tree or stuff like that or plant... A, you can, I guess you can plant trees and stuff. And and finding items on the island, which is still a lot of the game, is still very hard for me for some reason. I, I did want to mention that uh, um, uh, Alex Navarro from Giant Bomb, he was talking about this on the Beast cast. He was also getting frustrated with finding items. It's hard. And it he and he did mention that uh, he was comparing it a lot to Spirit Fair. And the okay. one thing that he com- did say is like that, like. He loved Spiritfarer because even though he a lot of the stuff that he did in the game was kind of like, I'm doing all these remedial tasks and having to do stuff for people, even people I don't like, because I want to find out more about their story. And he's like, and I just didn't get that feeling from Cozy Grove. And I wouldn't want to yeah. know if that's kind of what you felt with this game, because I'm not too sure. Like, And it's kind of the same thing with Animal Crossing, right? Like The characters in Animal Crossing are like adorable, and you kind of like like, you want them to like you or you want to become friends with them right. because you know or you want to kick them off your island like i found with some people mm-hmm. um 
do you find that with this game or are you just kind of like you haven't connected with the characters enough yet to really um, see that they have really good character i guess but they're not amazingly interesting there's a couple of them that i think i'm into i guess but it also feels it feels like i'm just walking to them to do a quest and then uh, it, it feels very aimless and that's kind of the point i think um of just relaxing and doing whatever and and if you only find two things today you only found two things today yeah uh, i i do like that it it's a weird it's an unusual game and it is one of those things i think they mentioned like play it for 2 weeks and play like get to that point further and further in and and more stuff starts to unfold as i play more so i am interested in that it's just there's like 45 other games i want to play yeah. but it is not, it's like an easy thing to check in on so i don't mind doing that um it it really just comes down to the finding stuff on the ground and not being able to see it uh, so much of that game i'm like where i can't i can't find there's a leaf on the ground somewhere like, okay but i don't know where and then you can go to the guy and ha- and pay like 500 gold that's a lot of gold <laughs> like that's a <laughs> lot of gold to help me find a fucking leaf on the ground yeah. it just the economy doesn't make sense for that uh and i also don't i still don't know like do i need to be keeping this or throwing that out or and there's not a lot of inventory space, so I'm like, should I just be selling all this stuff? I like, do I need this? Like these like leaves? I, do I need these leaves? I don't, I don't know. And that's kind of difficult. So it does, it does that, but then it also does improvements on Animal Crossing, where if uh, like I catch a fish, right, it'll tell you, hey, you haven't turned this into the guy, so oh, you don't have cool. to, you don't have to wonder about it. Like, no, give this to the guy; he's gonna give you an item. And you can get a lot of money from doing that, but it's like, okay, $500 to find a, a thing on the ground, uh, 5000 I think it was, to upgrade my storage on the, the tent and, and stuff like that, which was a lot. And I think I still have like 10000 now, but I don't know what I'm doing. I just feel very, um, I need more guidance in a certain way, and then... I, but I need specifically more guidance of, like, where's the leaf on the ground? <laughs> Where is it? <laughs> um, but we'll, we'll see. You know, that, that it's going to be a game I play for a while to kind of give it a, its own fair shake, since that's, that's the point of it, is to play it over multiple days. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, because otherwise, I, was, I played a little bit of Outriders this week. Maybe, like, four hours. Maybe. Okay. Um, I still really like it. Um, there was, there's a certain moment where I was like kind of eh, fading on it a little bit. And then I played a little bit more. got to another area. I was like, nope, still really enjoy this. Uh, I finally got the last power for my class, which was kind of anticlimactic because I didn't really like it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but whatever. Uh, I got a legendary drop, but it's for a shotgun that I will not use. So whatever there. Yeah. Uh, the game has some really cool moments and some boss fights that you would not expect. You haven't even gotten to the fire volcano spider or whatever it is. That's really cool. There's one later on that I... I, I, I killed the fi- the spider volcano guy. Okay. that That's the only boss I've killed so far. Okay. So there's that one. There's like another one that's more of a, a human dude. And then there's one shortly after him that's this just giant monster. Uh, it was really cool. I do still think the game has big problems with 
you're playing solo and the enemies that spit acid at you, they just fucking all target you and it's just acid everywhere and oh yeah, you can yeah. get fucked real quick for what doesn't seem like fun. Now, granted, yeah. sometimes when this happens, I'll die a couple times. I was like, let me just turn down the difficulty for this encounter, for this boss or you go down whatever tier. it is. Yeah, turn down the world tier. Uh, and that works generally, but I do like the challenge of it. I, I do like going into these encounters with these weird enemies and just trying to survive. Like, I got to retreat. I got to retreat. Um, I do think, because I, I kind of want to play through the game again with the trickster. And I do think on that playthrough, I'll just keep the world tier low. Just fucking destroy everything the whole time. Yeah. I think that might be a lot of fun. Um, <clears throat> I'm enjoying it. And the thing that kind of besides 13 sentinels that made me stop was there's like the map, you know, with like the fog on it. And I never scrolled before and I scrolled and it was just like, <laughs> oh, so half the map left. Like I'm level 22. Maybe I, I don't know exactly. Cause I haven't played it in almost a week, but there it, it, is the rest of the map. Just like large lines to where you go. <laughs> and it's just like visually far away. Because it seems like I have half the map left, and I just don't see how that's even possible. It's all just one giant mountain in one area. (laughs) That's what I feel like it must be. Or, like, it gets to a point, and then it, like, branches off as, here's the three expositions at the end. Yeah. Here, on the end of the map. But it's it's really cool. I I enjoyed the combat so much. I I think Outrider just is a very fun time. The game is at its best when you're just using your abilities and you're not using, yeah. you're not shooting as much, especially crouching, like the cover fire, which is crazy to me that, to me, it just doesn't work as well. And they made a Gears game. Right. <laughs> like, like, I think it works fine. I, I, I just think like there's some areas where I'm like trying to cover and, and this was mainly just like in the first tutorial area where I got that impression of like, why is it so hard to just get behind cover or why isn't it automatically like with gears, like you go near an air near a spot to get behind cover, you hit it and it just automatically does it. Like it's like a on the rails, like I'm going to get cover right here and I'm close enough to where it knows where to go like a magnet and outriders just doesn't do it. And then it's, there's a delay in the animation. So you hit it, it doesn't do it. And then you think, Oh, I need to hit again. But no, it actually did it. There's just a delay. So you're going to crouch. And then because you've already hit the button twice, it's actually getting up. Mm. And so I'm mm. like, oh, well, I'm just going to run. I'm just going to run away. From <laughs> I'm just going to run into the shots instead. But it doesn't matter because you're using your abilities and that's what's healing you anyways. So right. Um, that was just my initial frustration. And that's when I was learning the game. But the most fun you're having is with the abilities. And I want to get farther into the game so I can... I want to see how it works and if it's like there's less shooting and maybe more ability usage. No, there's more shooting. That's, that's what um, I want to bounce out. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> Let me tell you now. That's more I would weird. rather I would rather just be ability like pure ability usage and very mm. little shooting because that to me I think that's the game at its best. Yeah, I like. I think the shooting feels great. I I love the shooting. I'm doing like a sniper kind of thing with it, um, yeah. and really enjoying that. The weapons get more interesting as you go through, too, with, like, their mods. And um, I think my machine gun now has some kind of explosion pulse thing every couple seconds as I'm firing it. 
So you'll see them running at me, and then one shot will hit them, and they'll kind of stagger back a little bit, and then you keep shooting them, and then they'll stagger back again because they get hit by the weird pulse. That's really cool. Uh, I, I really like it a lot. I really, really, really like it a lot. I want to play more, but I spent almost the entire week playing 13 Sentinels. Uh, I got the Platinum yesterday. Whoa! Uh, Platinum And it didn't, take very, it didn't take very long. There was only a little bit of cleanup, maybe like an hour and a half for me to just run through like the stuff I didn't get S ranks on on super easy and then it's like who the fuck cares? Let me just let me just get these real quick. Um uh the game's awesome. I do think it doesn't quite nail the ending, but it kind of does also. Um it's one of those things where the ending and like what happens there's so many layers to it. Because I, you know, the game has time travel and all this shit, but it, but there's so much more going on because there's like separate, without spoiling things, obviously, but there's like separate levels of time travel mm-hmm. and different versions of it. I'll put it, I'll describe it that way. And then the ending, like, there's a reveal 30 something hours into this game in one character's plot line that only they know. Like, only they and, like, whoever was in the scene know about. And, and I'm, I'm watching this, like, how is it possible that that's even true? And, and it's, it's just wild. Like, the ideas and concepts they go through with this game are so cool and such a sci-fi, just nerd nonsense. I really enjoyed it. Um, it is... It was very satisfying. I, I will say that about the ending and... And getting to the end and then the revelations of everything. There's still like a few things I don't know or understand exactly co- correctly or well or anything like that. Um, but by and large, it, it was such a good ride. I mean, it took it was maybe a little under 40 hours to get the platinum and do all that. And That's not bad for no. this type of game. Yeah. Yeah. And, and probably like four of that was the second to last boss. Cause I got stuck on it for a while. It, that that boss is rude, and if you get close to it, it just like one shots you. <laughs> oh, and geez. I didn't really understand exactly why. Cause usually they telegraphed attacks that are gonna hurt you a lot, but it didn't. He just like punches you with something. I don't know. I'm just assuming he's punching. Um, so that that took me a while. It took me like two or three tries, and each try was twenty minutes. Um, it felt like forever. Yeah, I, I. I can't really say enough positive things about the story in this game. I, I think they really they nailed it on such a level that it's it's I don't even know how you wrote this or edited it or or translated it, let even like that's crazy. It it goes all over the place. You get to the point where um like this person is that person with nano machines and the nano machines has this person in them and you're like, what the fuck is even going on? And also <laughs> This is this is here and and there's a cat that only the girl can see but maybe that's oh not God. real and I'm like the fuck is going on? It's so it's so cool, so wild. Um, the the writing must have been insane on on like the so writing good, team though. must like, have had to like yeah, storyboard yeah. the shit or like link it with like string or something like yes, that. Like, yes. It, it must be nuts. It's it's out of control. Um I will say there's I mentioned this when I first talked about it how they they get naked when they're writing the the Sentinels. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So they do explain that, 
And I'm here to tell you, you could have not done that. <laughs> you could have you could have explained this in a way. You could have had that and not done that. Is how I'll put it. Now, it doesn't make sense for the story as to why. Yes. Does it make sense as to why they're all provocatively posed? No. Uh, it, it's just a weird, it's a weird choice. And again, they could have just, they had a, a very easy way to explain this to where you didn't have to do that, but it felt like they made that decision and then we're like, oh, wait a second. We're making that decision because of this, right? Like, yeah. But also there's this that would counteract that. Like, <laughs> Yeah, but what I want them to be naked in the in the pod bait, like the whatever the control room of this Sentinel. Like, okay, then I guess like, this is a weird. It's a weird choice that I mean, I yeah. could I could tell you why, and you'd still be like, okay, but but why exactly? Because there's nano machines that are. It, it's a whole fucking thing. It's a whole thing. Um, and that's what's wild about this game is I could tell you something about it and be like. Oh yeah, this happens. And it's not even it's a spoiler, but it's also like there's 14,000 other things that'll happen in this game yeah. that you might not even know I'm telling the truth about until 20 <laughs> hours in. Uh I'm not even sure I knew there was time travel in the game until I played it. Like it's very I, I didn't cent- know that. Yeah. It's very central to the plot. Like you'll you'll figure that out very early. Mm. Or is there time travel? <laughs> Maybe I'm making all of these plot lines up. Oh, it's good. It's a great game. Loved it. Loved it. Well, glad you enjoyed it. Oh, so good. It was so worth Gamefly or the USPS losing my copy that I had to complain to Gamefly. And then, speaking of which, the other week I got the one that got lost in the mail back. So now I got two copies. I got to send them back. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, did they get returned to sender and then they... It got returned to, to sender, but then it was like, it can't be delivered. And then it went back to me. All right. Oh, weird. So now well, I have two. Got it to you. I have two copies to return. <laughs> well, all right. Yeah. Now that's it. That's all I played. I, I'm very excited to play a Resident Evil Seven this week. Yeah. I uh, I don't know how excited I am. I'm nervous. I'm excited. So I'll be able to give you better hints of where to go since it hasn't been four years since I played the game. Yeah. <laughs> true. True. Like I think it's this way, but. Uh... Cool, cool. Well, that was kind of like your big game. What's uh, what's next one on the list besides Resident Evil Seven? Because I know you'll probably fly through that pretty quickly. Uh, yeah, that's probably gonna be like ten hours. It, yeah, I want to do that this week probably. Um, there. So Shadow Man remastered. I love Shadow Man. Um, that came out on Friday, and I I Shadow completely forgot about. So it's like hmm. an older nineteen ninety eight ish game. Um, that is quasi Zelda um, mm. and more like a Metroid prime kind of vibe too. Interesting. Uh, I, I think if you look at like Zelda likes, this is the first and possibly greatest example of a Zelda like, in my opinion, uh, I really, really love shadow man and it's been on GOG forever, but the there's like no official gamepad support. So it kind of just is all over the goddamn place. It doesn't control well. So they remastered it and it has like, slightly better textures and official gamepad support and stuff like that uh it's a really cool game so i'm gonna play that a little bit since i love that game crazy Um, looking it's based on a comic book too it's it's really wild um you're going after these serial killers in the world of the dead (laughs) 
it's like the plot is out of control. It's got amazing music though, and this really cool kind of um, almost like a platformer where you're collecting these hearts or something, and then you, if you collect more and more of them, it unlocks other doors for you to progress into other worlds and explore oh, they added those. Three new levels. Yeah. So maybe I'll beat it, but it's kind of a long game. But the final boss is terrible. Uh, only actually beat it once, uh, all the way through. But I love it. Love that game. Um, and then Resident Evil 7. I remember uh, the cover of this. Yeah, with him holding the, yeah, holding the skull. Yeah, I remember this game. Oh my god. Yeah. I don't remember beating it, but I remember playing it. It's a good game. I love what it. What the hell? Oh my god. It's a really cool piece of history now, especially because, like I said, it is it is like alternate world Zelda and we do not get a lot of Zelda likes, and I think this one's actually really damn good. Um, holds its own. Uh, next week is Nier, as I mentioned, I think, when we were playing Resident Evil 7. Oh, yeah. Nier comes out next week, so I will be picking that up. Um, and then the week after that is Pokemon Snap. That's my Gamefly game. Next Gamefly game. So, so that, much, that's what it is. And like I think so much coming out now. It's kind of crazy. And then the week after that is Resident Evil 8, and I think the week after that is Mass Effect. And I think I'm going to play Mass Effect. I don't know. I don't know yet. A lot of stuff. It went from no games to too many games. Yeah, for reals. Dang. Yeah. Really need them to stop making games again. Well, that maybe too don't. Many. Maybe too don't many do coming that. out. Hmm. Can we get another I... pandemic? No, my God, no. Let's not do that. I mean, I'm fine staying inside, but... Most people apparently are not. No, apparently all these mass shootings, we need to get people back inside. (laughs) That's fair. People can't. People are not reacting well to getting back out there. That's true. They don't know how to handle it. Why don't go outside? Everyone's crazy. Yeah, dude. The fuck? I'll just talk to my walls and my stuffed animals and that's it. They treat us better apparently. Yeah. Everyone's. I'll just get a dog. Freaking out like idiots. Yeah. Shadow Man. Interesting. Okay, cool. Well, shit, man. Just looking at the cover, I was just like, damn, this looks familiar. Yeah, it was released, I think, on, like, PS1, N64, Dreamcast. Like, it's it was on everything. I had to have played it on the N64. Because I remember, I did. like, I looking did. at that cover and thinking of it on an N64 cartridge. That's what I remember. Yeah. I played it on an N64 emulator. Like, wait... It was one of those things like, here's 100 games, and I was just going through them, and I played so much of it there. So then when it finally came out on GOG, I played that. I beat it there, but you had to jerry-rig the, the controls, because yeah. like, mouse and keyboard is going to suck for this game. The game already controls like an N64 game, so not good. Yeah. Um, that's what I'm looking forward to with this remaster. Is the, does it control not like garbage? <laughs> I would appreciate that. Um, Thank you. Because it's kind of like a shooter, but you can't really aim. <laughs> like it's hard, to, it's hard to be a shooter when you can't aim too good. Yeah, true. Yeah. True story. Yeah. Cool. All right. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, think, I think that's going to do it for us this week, Ben. Yeah. Again, thanks, everyone, for listening. Thanks again for the support. Thanks again for following the Twitch channel. Thanks again for following the podcast. Thanks again mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for being here and listening, mm-hmm. letting us fixate you orally. Sorry. 
<laughs> um, nope. Hard pass. Again, we'll be back uh, next week with a brand new episode. Um, same time on twitch.tv slash checkpoint, 8 p.m. Pacific time. We'll also be back with a, another episode on podcast services Tuesday morning. So don't forget to tune in. We'll see you guys next week. Yay. Sayonara. Well, Wait, is that appropriate? I don't know. Sorry. I think it's fine. <laughs> okay, <laughs> cool. All right. Peace.